The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericahealth.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed in the following program are strictly those of the hosts or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Too often we rely solely or primarily on conventional medicine to treat symptoms and disease, but these can mask the problems, so we never get to the root cause of the disease. There are better choices. Welcome to Generation Regeneration with your host, Sandra Guy Malhotra. Conventional medicine does play an important role in effective treatment, but even more important are the daily lifestyle, food, and spiritual choices we make. Now, here is Sandra Guy Malhotra. Welcome, everyone, to Generation Regeneration. I'm Sandra Malhotra, your host. Thank you for joining me, whether it be live or on demand. Our goal with the show is to provide information and support for those who want to take ownership of their health and engage in a lifestyle that regenerates their body, mind, and spirit. And today we have two innovative holistic healers joining us who could teach us a great deal about regeneration, Lisa Wimberger and Shanti Medina. Lisa founded the Neurosculpting Institute that teaches a patented fusion of neuroscience and meditation that helps individuals harness the power of their self-directed neuroplasticity for optimal healing. Lisa, it's great to have you here. Welcome. Thank you. It's great to be here. And Shanti created the body current modality after 15 years designing personal therapy and transformation programs for clients infusing simple and highly effective yoga therapy and neuromuscular exercises with the mindfulness practices of awareness, acceptance, and allowing. Shanti, welcome to the show. Thank you, Sandra. Thanks for having me. It's great to have you both here, and we are featuring Lisa and Shanti together because the modalities they developed are amazingly complementary. Neurosculpting works through the mind to transform the body, whereas body current works with the body to transform the mind. The two modalities together are quite powerful and comprehensive, and hence the title of our show today, which is Transformation and Regeneration from the Inside Out. In other words, consciously transforming your body and mind will transform your life, which is wonderfully empowering. And we'll discuss each modality in detail, and we'll get started with Lisa and neurosculpting. Lisa, your personal story is a fascinating one. You describe it on your website, neurosculptinginstitute.com, under the header, maybe you'd like to know why neurosculpting became my life's work. Well, we'd very much like to know why, so can you tell us? Sure. Um, I was uh, a child who always sort of favored um, withdrawing and freezing as my go-to stress response. And when I was uh, 12, I learned how to meditate and found it very natural and wonderful and did not realize it was preparing me to deal with what was to come. But what was to come was that when I was 15, I was hit by lightning in the base of the spine and started having blackouts that summer, which resulted in seizures, 
tonic seizures where I would uh, have full paralysis, be unconscious, and my heart would stop. And um, what what the doctors think happened was that my natural freeze response seemed to have been exacerbated by this surge of electricity, and now I was predisposed to a very heightened um, freeze response, which resulted in, in these seizures. And uh, I had to find ways to make sense of that. I had to find ways to deal with it. And I had to find ways to minimize the stress and fear in my life because that seemed to be the catalyst. So I went on a very long journey to try and do what I could with meditation. And when I hit my limit with meditation, traditional meditation practices, I had to turn to science and find out how can I go deeper? How can I retrain my brain's triggers and patterns, even if I don't know what they are? There has to be a way. And a neuroscience convinced me that there was a way. And so I started moving into the science realm learning all I could about my brain and my central nervous system and discovered that there were ways in to that um, automatic sort of programming we think we have. There were ways in that I could, I could sneak in there if I could apply some strategy to my meditations. And so that's what I did. I fused a lot of what science was telling us, and I changed the way I meditated to be very methodical and strategic, and what ended up happening was eventually I was able to repattern my body's triggers and circumvent those seizures. Okay, so that's a great explanation. So neurosculpting, it sounds like, is using very strategic meditation to reprogram the brain. Can you go into a little bit more detail about how you accomplish that with meditations? Yeah, so there are all sorts of forms of meditation. I don't want anyone to think that their form is wrong. Every form of meditation I've ever done is wonderful. But um, if you prime the brain um, sort of give the brain focal points it can latch on to in a certain sequence, then what you can do is redistribute the blood, oxygen, and glucose resources in your brain to favor activity in places versus down-regulating activity in another. So there's a rhyme and a reason to thinking about things in a certain sequence. If you do that with neurosculpting, what you do is you prime the lobes of the brain to entrain in a highly entrainable manner to a new story while simultaneously quieting that fear response that normally likes to hijack us. But there's a sequence to this. And I had to learn the sequence through understanding what science was telling me about what these parts of the brain need. So if you follow a sequence like that, you can actually put your brain in a very entrainable state. And then if you um, have an experience in that state that uh, helps you cross the midline of your brain, if you have an experience where you are engaging very left brain language center and right brain language center faculties, you can stimulate activity across the midline during this highly entrainable state. And then that experience you're having becomes even more entrainable. So there's a lot of strategy to all of the neurosculpting. 
That's really amazing that you figured all of this out. And in your literature... I was my own guinea pig. (laughs) Yeah. You also mention that it's widely accepted and empirically proven that our brains are also elastic and regenerative, in addition to reprogrammable, as you just described, that each of us has the ability to generate new brain cells and neural maps through lifestyle and nutrition. And I'm a big fan of Star Trek, and as Spock would say, this is just fascinating. So I'm obviously a science geek and love this stuff. Can you blind us with some more science and describe the process of actually regenerating new brain cells? Sure, and and science is still a little bit confused about how that happens. We know that we can actually birth new neural stem cells in the hippocampus, and those neural stem cells have the potential of differentiating into grown-up neurons that can, that can migrate to other parts of the brain. Um, so the regeneration of the birthing of new neurons is called neurogenesis. And we also know now that exercise and diet play a very large role in priming our hippocampus for neurogenesis. Happy cardio exercise, 20 minutes a day, helps boost a, um, it's, it's a neurotrophic factor. It, it's it's um, the brain-derived neurotrophic factor is this aspect of ourselves that bursts into we get flooded with it when we exercise, and that helps direct neural growth. We also know eating right, eating lots of healthy fats, can help stimulate this process. And that's kind of all new. So the science is still just evolving around that. But what is not so new is the idea that our brain ebbs and flows with our use. So we use a thought, we use a skill more, we're going to strengthen that part of the brain and it's going to thicken in density. And if we don't use a skill often or don't repeat a thought pattern or behavior often, then those maps allocated to that behavior tend to diminish and we can actually shrink the gray matter or grow it based on use. So that's what it means to be elastic. It means we're in a constant state of having our behaviors and thoughts change the structure and function of our brain. Wow, that's fascinating. That's and, and very empowering. And I think there are some general messages that come out of that about eating well, especially good fats, move your body, exercise your brain. Uh, these are just generally great things to recommend. And I really appreciate that you went into detail as to why exercising your brain is so important. Now, in, the, in your literature, you also mention that it's time for science and spirituality to merge. What do you mean by that? Well, you know, I've been um, segregated my whole life. I've either had spiritual or metaphysical experiences that I could not empirically prove, so therefore pragmatists in my life wouldn't recognize them. Um, and then I've had moments where, you know, I'm, I'm talking to pragmatists and I have proof of this, this, and this, and that's the only way I, I get them to listen is we're so segregated in having to either prove something or experience something, and it just feels like it's time for those two things to stop being at odds and for us to be able to infuse measurable data with faith 
and experience and to infuse faith and experience with some semblance of measurable, quantifiable data. These two things should not be at odds because that's like saying the empirical left brain language center in my mind negates the um, emotional right brain language center in the right side of my brain. There's, there's no reason these two faculties of our human existence need to be separate anymore. Absolutely. I completely agree. And in fact, I had a guest on two weeks ago, an MD named Dr. Jim Roach, and he wrote a book called God's House Calls, which we discussed during the show. And he was going into all of the spiritual experiences that he has learned about through his patients. And he as well is a strong advocate of appreciating and learning from the spiritual and the emotional. Uh, In addition to just paying attention to very good things like diet and exercise that, as you say, these things are all part of us. They're one and the same. And it's really not serving us to separate them out anymore. No. So thank you so much for this description. And that actually brings us to our first break. Thanks to everyone for joining us. This is your host for Generation Regeneration, Sandra Malhotra. And we're talking to Lisa Wimberger about the modality she developed called neurosculpting. And we will bring in a very patient Shanti Medina into the conversation next to discuss her modality, which is called Body Current. Stay tuned for more great stuff with our brilliant and innovative holistic healers. Opinions, options, answers. Voice America Health & Wellness. GMOs or genetically modified organisms are plants or animals that have been genetically engineered with DNA from bacteria, viruses, or other plants and animals. These experimental combinations of genes from different species cannot occur in nature or in traditional crossbreeding. Most developed nations do not consider GMOs to be safe. Right now, over 80% of the corn and soy grown in the U.S. is genetically modified, and we should be able to choose whether we wish to consume these foods or not. Visit non-gmoproject.org forward slash learn dash more. A new health and wellness community is coming in 2015 called wholetreatment.com. As a practitioner, you can increase your visibility by creating a detailed profile, posting blogs, advertising online and live events, and accepting online appointments. As a client, you can learn about holistic healing modalities, research practitioners to find the best one for you, and conveniently book online appointments, all for free. We aspire to change the way healthcare is practiced, and together, we can do it. Visit whole-treatment.com to find out more. Have you become a member yet? Sign up now to become a member of Voice America. It's always free and easy. Plus, you get to take advantage of some great member benefits. Get unlimited access to millions of hours of on-demand content across all of our channels. Keep track of your favorite episodes, shows, and hosts in your own customizable library. Find out what shows you might be interested in based on your favorites. Plus, you get insider access with our newsletter. Membership gives you more. Sign up at voiceamerica.com and click register at the top right. 
Follow the Voice America Talk Radio Network on Twitter. We're at Voice America TRN. You'll get the latest fix on what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and general happenings that you should know about at the Voice America Talk Radio Network. Now you don't have to miss anything when you're away from your home or office. Just go to twitter.com forward slash Voice America TRN or follow along with us at Voice America TRN, the Voice America Talk Radio Network. We're on the cutting edge of social media. Can you keep up? Your life, your health, your network. You're listening to Voice America Health & Wellness. This is Generation Regeneration with Sandra Guy Malhotra. To connect with Sandra, send an email to Sandra Malhotra at wcubedcommunity.com or tweet at Sandra G. Malhotra, hashtag WeAreGenR. She looks forward to your comments. Now back to Generation Regeneration. And welcome back. I'm your host, Sandra Malhotra, and today we are talking to two innovative holistic healers, Lisa Wimberger, developer of Neurosculpting, and Shanti Medina, developer of Body Current. And we emphasized in the last segment that these two modalities are amazingly complementary. Neurosculpting focuses first on noticing and transforming our thoughts and beliefs and integrating that into the body. And body current, as we'll get into, focuses on noticing sensations in your body first, and that leads to transforming your thoughts and beliefs. And we started the discussion with Lisa, who described how her life journey led her to develop neurosculpting and how it works. And she discussed some science with us about brain cell regeneration, which I thoroughly enjoyed and hope you did too. Now, before moving on to body current, I'd like to ask you at least one more question, Lisa. First, you work quite a bit with law enforcement. So how is this modality particularly helpful for them? Um, You know, law enforcement has so much stress, so much internal stress and external stress that um, there's no better occupation to bring stress management tools to. And I view these techniques as stress management tools. They help you overcome fear and stress patterns. So um, when I go in and teach this to law enforcement agents, it's a very physiological approach to helping them understand their thought patterns that get very, very twisted from their career. Their thought patterns get very different than a civilian's thought patterns. So they need a lot of help identifying those thought patterns and, and, and taking control over them so they don't spin themselves out into a stress or PTSD cycle. So these techniques are very preventative with law enforcement, and they work for high trauma. And to date, I've personally trained over 1,200 officers, and wow. some of those have been special services like Secret Service or FBI or CIA. And I have yet to see these techniques not work with an officer who's willing to try them. So is this then a daily practice or a weekly thing? How, how is it implemented? It's a daily practice because every thought you've ever had that has crept up and gotten in the way of your life or your success or has dismantled you has been a daily practice as well. You feed that thought constantly, which is why it's so big. So with neurosculpting, this is not a therapy. It's not a pill. It's a practice. 
It's every single day you have to sculpt your mind in a way that you want. Otherwise, the default mode of thought will sculpt it for you. That's a very good point. And I would think that this would be very important for those who do see traumatic situations or undergo traumatic circumstances, because not only does that affect them on the job, but like you say, they think about things very differently. So it must also flow into their personal life as well. Completely, completely. Yeah. Okay. So this is a very fascinating technique. And, and what it's sounding like to me is that you learn how to modify your thoughts basically as a course of action. So it's something that you, it's not a special practice. You learn it and then you just do it every day. Is that correct? Yes. yes. Okay. It becomes a way of viewing the world. It becomes a way of creating yes. perceptions. That's right. So it's a, it's a slight modification to your lifestyle then. It's uh-huh. a conscious, conscious molding of your thoughts as you go throughout your day so that you re-sculpt your brain into the form that it serves you the best. Is that a good way to summarize it? That is fantastic. Can I use that? <laughs> okay. All right. <laughs> Certainly. Well, thank you so much. And this sounds like a fascinating modality. And we're really just scratching the surface here. So I would encourage anyone who wants to learn more about this to go to Lisa's website, at neurosculptinginstitute.com to learn more. And she has a lot of information there that you can look up and read and contact information. And we'll get into that even more in the last segment. But for right now, I just wanted to put that out there. So now let's go over to a very patient Shanti. We just addressed one pathway to transformation, which is through the mind. Now let's address the other pathway, which is through the body. Can you therefore describe your body current modality? which listeners can learn about even more on your website as well, which is energizeshanti.com. Yes, thanks, Sandra. And I just want to say I never, I never tire of hearing Lisa's story, and I've loved personally going through uh, Lisa's facilitator training, neurosculpting facilitator training. So I've been trained in her work, and I find it fascinating. And uh, so I just want to say I'm, I'm glad that you could bring us on this uh, show together to talk about kind of the two portals that you can come through for this transformation and regeneration from the inside out. Agreed. So, Thank you. Yeah, so the body current modality really helps people reclaim their body through simple practices. These practices help us release patterns of trauma and old conditioning. Um, they help us restore our connection to our innate intelligence. And this leads us to self-realization and actually restoration of our nervous system. It really just, it's a, it's a everyday, just like Lisa was saying about neurosculpting, it's a way for us to be in the world with our body. They're simple practices that we can do as practices, but then also practices that we can utilize throughout our life, like our breath that's always with us. Um, and then we layer on simple embodied movements into those practices. So that's in, you know, overview of the body current work. Um, the tools that are, we, that are designed to actually use your body's content. So I think it's important for people to realize in these modalities is that we're using your own content. So people will come in with pain or discomfort in some way and the body current work helps us attune to our body's abiding intelligence. The body's actually communicating to you. 
And I call it body current because it is a current of communication. This communication is running through our mind-body intelligence. And when we begin to attune to and train and entrain with this intelligence, we feel safe. And when we feel safe, we can choose to empower ourselves and transform the conditioning that our body has taken on through trauma or injuries. And it allows us to really get the sense of life happening through us, through our intelligence and not happening to us. So we're no longer a victim. We can choose to use these practices to really come into our body. Yeah, that's wonderful that you use the phrase, you're not a victim, because I think that's a very powerful one and that our body is not our enemy. Our body is very much our friend. And so that when it is exhibiting pain and discomfort, uh, we shouldn't go, quote, at war with it. We should understand what it's trying to teach us and work with it to learn the lesson. And it sounds like body current is a wonderful way to do just that. And I also, from our previous discussion, understand that you use chanting and mudras quite a bit in the body current practice. And in fact, we're going to treat our listeners to a sample of the chanting that is contained in your CD called So Mantra on the other side of the next break. So until then, can you explain what a mudra is and give some examples? Sure, sure. Well, the, the pillars of the body current practice work through awareness, acceptance, and allowing. So when we come into these embodied practices like chanting and mudras, we allow ourselves to heighten our awareness. When we heighten our awareness, as Lisa was talking about with the neurosculpting as well, we actually self-direct the different uh, parts of our brain. So we're actually bringing resources and energy to the higher functioning parts of our brain. And then when we add acceptance, and this is the key because the mudra practices, the chanting, and much of the thoughts that come through our mind or the sensations that come through our body, we don't accept, and then that leads to resistance. So this is about inviting everything into our field. Awareness, acceptance, down-regulates the flight-and-fight response and allows to create a fertile ground, a neural, fertile neural ground, priming that pathway. And then there's an allowing for transformation. So the practice of a mudra is actually just a simple hand gesture. But when we, when we take on a hand gesture, just like when we make the okay symbol with our hand and say, like, it's okay, like, that's pretty uh, a common one that we know it. We embody the gesture of okay. We bring ourselves into that moment. We're actually, again, lighting up different parts of our brain when we're using our fingers in the muja and actually using our, our mouth and our face um, movements for the mantra and the chanting. So as we uh, integrate on the Samantra CD, some of these ancient mudras that have a certain symbology or intention to stimulate a specific response in the mind-body intelligence. So this isn't new information. The ancients have been doing this forever. And so there's certain mudras that have been shown to elicit certain responses. The practitioner is empowered then through the awareness with their hands in the mudra, the acceptance of what's coming through, and an allowing for transformation and regeneration to happen. 
So, for instance, a mudra that I would use with uh, some of my clients who have Parkinson's is a mudra called Garuda Mudra. And in that mudra, we're actually stimulating our thyroid and our endocrine system. And then we layer in the breath. The breath has, is with us always, and when we chant and add the breath or add chanting with the mudra, now we're layering on another opportunity to come into that place of in- introspection through the mind, what's coming through the mind, interoception, what's our body sensations that are coming through, and proprioception, what posture are we embodying in this moment and maybe an intention on top of that posture, even if we realize our posture is setting an intention on its own. Like Lisa said, if we don't bring our awareness to it, all of a sudden we're slumped over and our heart is sunken. And if in this moment, if everyone just reached up through their heart and lifted it just a bit higher, just notice how that posture impacts that. And then we can add a mudra if you want to actually... uh, Share in a practice, we can add a mudra on top of that um, lifting of the heart to really experience what's, what this feels like to have a mudra in your practice. Wow. Okay. This is all completely fascinating and so empowering. The ability that we have to use our mind and use our bodies in, a, in order to improve our overall health and overcome traumatic circumstances and experiences this is this is amazing and powerful stuff so thank you for that description that was wonderful and that actually brings us to our next break this is your host for generation regeneration sandra malhotra and we're talking to lisa wimberger about the modality she developed called neurosculpting and shanti medina about her modality called body current and as i mentioned on the other side of this break we're going to be treated to a sample of the chanting from Shanti CD called Somantra. Stay close and we'll be back soon with some music. Your life, your health, your network. Voice America Health and Wellness. A new health and wellness community is coming in 2015 called WholeTreatment.com. As a practitioner, you can increase your visibility by creating a detailed profile, posting blogs, advertising online and live events, and accepting online appointments. As a client, you can learn about holistic healing modalities, research practitioners to find the best one for you, and conveniently book online appointments, all for free. We aspire to change the way healthcare is practiced, and together, we can do it. Visit whole-treatment.com to find out more. GMOs, or genetically modified organisms, are plants or animals that have been genetically engineered with DNA from bacteria, viruses, or other plants and animals. These experimental combinations of genes from different species cannot occur in nature or in traditional crossbreeding. Most developed nations do not consider GMOs to be safe. Right now, over 80% of the corn and soy grown in the U.S. is genetically modified, and we should be able to choose whether we wish to consume these foods or not. Visit non-gmoproject.org forward slash learn dash more. 
Take us on the go. It's even easier now. The Voice America Talk Radio Network has launched our mobile app for iPhone, Android, or BlackBerry. Visit the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market to download the app powered by Aircast. It's free and no registration is necessary. In minutes, you could be enjoying your favorite Voice America Talk Radio host, no matter where you are, in the car, out and about, while traveling, or anytime you can't be close to your computer. Catch up on the archives you've missed or discover new shows on the spot. Search Voice America at your favorite app store. These days, everyone is looking for information on staying young, healthy, and fit. The Voice America Health and Wellness Network is here to help you on your quest to better health and a better you. We talk about everything from diet, fitness, and aging to substance abuse, personal growth, mental health, and much more. Learn from our experts who cover health and wellness from traditional and holistic perspectives. Tune in to the Voice America Health and Wellness Network. Healthy living starts here. Opinions, options, answers. You're listening to Voice America Health and Wellness. This is Generation Regeneration with Sandra Guy Malhotra. To connect with Sandra, send an email to Sandra Malhotra at wcubedcommunity.com or tweet at Sandra G. Malhotra, hashtag WeAreGenR. She looks forward to your comments. Now back to Generation Regeneration. And welcome back. I'm your host, Sandra Malhotra. And today we are talking to two innovative holistic healers, Lisa Wimberger, developer of the neurosculpting technique, and Shanti Medina, developer of Body Current. And we opened by discussing neurosculpting with Lisa. And prior to the break, we were discussing Body Current with Shanti. And she mentioned how this technique uses chanting and mudras. And now we're going to take a listen to some chanting from Shanti CD Sobantra. So enjoy. Lovely. That was beautiful music, Shanti. And the chanting, it seems enjoyable and fun, but as you were mentioning previously, is actually quite powerful. So can you talk to us about some more of the science and describe more what happens to the brain with chanting and mudras? You had mentioned that with the mudras, with the hand positions, they actually light up different portions of the brain. I find that really interesting. Yeah, for sure. So the, the particular chant, the piece uh, the, of the track that the, the audience was just listening to is actually a sound formula that's been chanted for thousands of generations before us. And we actually enter that sound current, that sound formula, that vibration when we chant. We also use our lips, 
our tongue and our face when we sing and we chant, as well as the nerves around our larynx. So when we're bringing that vibration in, we get that sense of the, not only do we get the sense of well-being, that we're safe, and I'll talk a little bit about the, how we know that from Dr. Stephen Porges' work, but we also are entering this sound current of intention. So that particular chant, the intention of that chant is, may all beings be happy and may all beings be free from suffering. So mm-hmm. we all want that for ourselves and others. So as we chant into that sound current, we feel we're not alone. We feel that we are this vibration. We are this current of energy, and that empowers self-realization. So the Samantra CD uses the mudras, which use the higher, uh, the parts of our brain, our, our parietal lobe, takes up a lot of real estate with our fingers and our toes and our lips and our tongue. So when we intentionally bring in not just chanting, but then bring, which is going to stimulate what we call the 10th cranial nerve, the vagus nerve, and I'll talk about that in a minute, the layering in the mudras that we do on this CD with the chanting practices, you're also coming in the door of the parts of the brain that carry this large parts of the real estate. So you're heightening that higher functioning parts of the brain through awareness, you're stimulating the real estate of the parietal lobe, and then you're also regulating the vagus nerve, the 10th cranial nerve. So what Dr. Stephen Porges, he's the director of the Brain Body Center in, in Chicago at the University of Illinois, and he spent much of his life just looking at how the brain and body interact, and he came up with the polyvagal theory. And in just brief terms, what that means is that poly meaning many and vagal is wandering. So this 10th cranial nerve actually has nerve endings that comes into our face, our jaw, down through our, our throat, our thoracics, and into our gut, touching every one of our organs. So oh, interesting. It, right. It, again, a lot of real estate, a lot of real estate in our body. So when we, what Dr. Porges showed, that we can actually stimulate and regulate this nerve. And this nerve is actually a major regulator of our nervous system, the parasympathetic nervous system and the nervous system that lets us rest and digest, um, that automatically happens, not things that we intentionally do. So what he found and what we have uh, experienced through the Somantra work as well Since the vagus nerve, the fibers of the vagus nerve send 80% of the communications from the gut or the body up to the brain, and 20% of the vagus nerve fibers of communication, they send instruction from the brain down into the gut or the stomach. So we have a lot of potential when we come through these different emergent portals he talked about in his work. The portals of manipulation to regulate this nerve and really get into our body so that sensory perception can inform the stories of our mind, can bring us in through that self-realization through the present moment. It comes through our face, how we're moving our face. He's found a portal of manipulation is through the voice that creates a heart connection, chanting, listening, actually opening up our ears and listening helps as well. So music, listening deeply to music helps us regulate um, this nerve. And then finally, our breath and our posture. 
dance, yoga, those kinds of embodied movements all empower us to self-regulate this major nerve. Now, we can do this in a practice. We can do this throughout our day simply by regulating our breath, taking those deep breaths. So, really, that's how the chanting and the mudras together layer such an important, uh, impactful practice, yet they're simple practices, simple practices for embodied awareness. Wow, that's very powerful stuff. And I thought it was very interesting the way you brought up the brain-gut connection with the vagus nerve because we talk quite a bit on the show about gut health, how important that is for your Mm -hmm. overall well-being, and also just about gut feelings, right? Right. Those are a a thing. (laughs) Exactly. Right. So what conditions is body current particularly effective in helping and why? Which groups do you tend to work with the most? Yeah, thanks. So the body current work, you know, I started as a trainer for elite athletes and it was one of the first uh, kind of certifications I got. And then as time went on, I started working with injured elite athletes <laughs> and realized, oh, wow. So I started getting more and more uh, certifications and education uh, around uh, different aspects of what I was finding to be a common thread, whether I was working with elite athletes or working with somebody who's struggling with an autoimmune dysfunction, chronic pain, irritable bowel, heartburn, Parkinson's syndrome, any of these systemic dysfunctions, there was a root to the dysfunction, just like there was a root to where the elite athlete could really hone in to the mind-body intelligence to perform in the zone. I noticed it was the same, and it was simple, simple practices that were mainly the breath and posture, the things that we just talked about, with St- about Stephen Porges, different ways that they were holding their face and holding their mm-hmm. body and holding their intention. So these practices work with people who have systemic disorders um, because we do get to the root of the dysfunction through the simple practices that impact our nervous system and, and can be applied every day. But we all, these practices also support mitigating daily stress as well as resolving a post-traumatic stress. That stress that is from the past that, that we might have had some protection for an incident that was appropriate, but then it uploads in present moment time and our body actually experiences that re-trauma. You know, the body really keeps score and that imprint comes up. So these practices daily simple practices of awareness, acceptance, and allowing, embodying the, the intelligence that's already there, using your content of what's showing up through the present moment with the body as a barometer. Those kinds of practices help whether they're, what they're struggling with in their life, and it also helps people attune to their higher functioning parts of their brain and, and, and balance their nervous system so they're prepared when they need to have grace under fire. Okay, that's a wonderful description. Yeah, and I'd like to put just a, an exclamation point on your statement about your body keeping score of especially traumatic events. Uh, these things are there and affect our daily life and function. And I think it's also a wonderful point that you make that even beyond that, even if you are beyond a lot of trauma, getting to your highest potential, it sounds like a very powerful aspect of this mm-hmm. modality and wonderful. 
And also in your literature, you mentioned the phrase embodied awareness. Can you, in the last couple of minutes that we have here, explain what you mean by that? Yeah, so embodied awareness is allowing yourself to fully embody the moment, allowing everything in, um, into the sensor, the senses. What are you smelling, tasting, feeling in the moment? We're not just heightening our awareness, multitasking a bunch of things. We're actually allowing everything to come through us and experience it fully through that. And I think with the body current work, um, and, and, and same with neurosculpting as well, because it integrates the body as well, we need to bring the mind-body map uh, communication into the hands of the practitioner. We need to empower the practitioner to be able to self-regulate through their awareness, through what they're noticing their thoughts, and actually start to take their health and transformation into their own hands. And that's what I mean by embodied awareness, stepping into your awareness. That's wonderful. Thank you for this wonderful description of your modality. And that actually brings us to our final break for the show. This is your host for Generation Regeneration, Sandra Malhotra. And we're talking to Lisa Wimberger about the modality she developed called Neurosculpting and Shanti Medina about her modality, which is called Body Current. See you on the flip side for some more discussion about these very powerful modalities. Opinions, options, answers. You're listening to Voice America Health & Wellness. GMOs, or genetically modified organisms, are plants or animals that have been genetically engineered with DNA from bacteria, viruses, or other plants and animals. These experimental combinations of genes from different species cannot occur in nature or in traditional crossbreeding. Most developed nations do not consider GMOs to be safe. Right now, over 80% of the corn and soy grown in the U.S. is genetically modified, and we should be able to choose whether we wish to consume these foods or not. Visit non-gmoproject.org forward slash learn dash more. A new health and wellness community is coming in 2015 called wholetreatment.com. As a practitioner, you can increase your visibility by creating a detailed profile, posting blogs, advertising online and live events, and accepting online appointments. As a client, you can learn about holistic healing modalities, research practitioners to find the best one for you, and conveniently book online appointments, all for free. We aspire to change the way healthcare is practiced, and together, we can do it. Visit whole-treatment.com to find out more. Opinions, options, answers. You're listening to Voice America Health & Wellness. This is Generation Regeneration with Sandra Guy Malhotra. To connect with Sandra, send an email to Sandra Malhotra at wcubedcommunity.com or tweet at Sandra G. Malhotra, hashtag WeAreGenR. She looks forward to your comments. Now back to Generation Regeneration. 
And welcome back. I'm your host, Sandra Malhotra, and today we're talking to two very innovative holistic healers, Lisa Wimberger, developer of Neurosculpting, and Shanti Medina, developer of Body Current. And up to this point, they both did a wonderful job of introducing and explaining their modalities, described how they work, and who can benefit most from them. And we just scratched the surface today, really. So I'd like to ask both of you to remind listeners about where they can learn about you and your work. Shanti, can you remind us of your website and what is available on it? Sure. So they can visit energizeshanti.com. And on my website, um, you can purchase the Somantra double CD. That's that 150 minutes of music and practices and chanting and mudras for you to self-direct their nervous system. And then on my website, you can also find upcoming events as well as schedule a private session with me. Um, I, I talk with and Skype with clients around the globe, so uh, location's never a problem. Um, and then finally, you could find my work on Lisa's website, and I'll let her uh, share that because I teach my body current work at Lisa's Institute, at the Neurosculpting Institute. So that's a great place to find online classes for all these practices. And if there's women out there listening, I'd love them to go to the website and check on the events tab, and they can find out if they scroll down to the retreats and find out about a retreat that Lisa and I are putting on um, with another uh, wonderful facilitator with Sacred Stage on Solstice. June 20th in the foothills of Boulder, Colorado. So it's a women's retreat for 12-hour deep dive, 10 a.m. to 10 p.m., an immersion into the solstice on sacred land just outside of downtown Boulder. And we're raising funds uh, for Yoga for First Responders with the Give Back Yoga Foundation. And I should say that 20% of the Samantra CD also goes back to Give Back Yoga Foundation as well as uh, Common Spirit events. So uh, we're raising money while supporting ourselves with these practices. So... It's really great. Yeah. Yeah. And the event that you just talked about outside of Boulder on the solstice is called Stirring the Shakti. And it's on Saturday, June 20th from 10 a.m. to 10 p.m. And yeah, that sounds like it's going to be an, an amazing event for sure with both of you plus the other practitioner there who is she a shaman? I would call her that, wouldn't you, Lisa? Uh, she wouldn't call herself that, but other people would, for sure. Okay, <laughs> all right. Okay, but three amazing women leading this retreat. Now, Lisa, let's discuss also your website. Can you remind us where to find you and what types of things are on your website? Yes, you can go to neurosculptinginstitute.com, and that is a learning portal. So you can find a free library. You can find membership programs where you get all sorts of audio downloads. We have free videos, free audio downloads, and then we have classes you can purchase and download. There's just so much information on there. You'd be busy for a very long time. Um, but I wanted to stress that there's no substitution for going live and deep with this work. So um, I would encourage any of you who are interested to either check the events calendar and, and tune into one of my live stream classes, or better yet, come to one of our immersions. We're running um, a few immersions in Denver, but we are doing uh, our annual New Mexico immersion in September 
All of this is on the homepage where we spend six days together going very, very deep with neurosculpting and neurosculpting yoga. And um, then we are also taking this internationally. So if you prefer the tropics, then you should join us in Guatemala at Lake Atitlan at the end of January or in Costa Rica at Sugar Beach in March. And these are opportunities, rare opportunities, I should say, for all of us to be immersed together, going deep, where all of your questions get answered in a much more intimate setting. So all of those are listed on the homepage, and um, they do sell out. So if people are interested, check out the write-up and um, and contact us or register. But really, there's so much information on that website that um, you could educate yourself quite a bit. That's amazing. There's These a whole free like- library too. There's a you can yeah, the library has yeah, over 400 articles in it, mm-hmm. and yes. and our books and audio programs. My latest book just came out on neurosculpting. It's um, a really deep dive into the practice, so I highly recommend getting yourself some education on it. Yes. So how many books have you published? I saw several on your website. Yeah, um, I have two books and two audio programs, which, which are audio books, and I have two more audio books coming and working on the third book. Okay. Wonderful. And, oh, go ahead. Go ahead. I was just going to say it's amazing just hearing all that Lisa is doing, and and she has an institute. It's, it always just amazes me all of the all that she's putting out behind the passion behind her work. Well, I have to say this this will be the mutual admiration club because Shanti has been such an amazing addition to the institute and to the work, and really coming in from the body to the mind. That somatic piece is so vital that I I can't imagine us doing that work without your body current there. Yeah, you both are doing amazing work for sure. And do you have training programs so that people can learn these modalities and spread the good word around the country? Yes, I do. We offer currently one in spring, one in fall, and there is um, a list of prerequisites that one has to fulfill. So for anyone interested in experiencing the work and even sharing it, um, the prerequisites uh, have to be met, and you can find all that on the website. You can email, and we'll help you walk through what needs to happen before you can enroll in the fall certification. We currently have 33 trainers across the country, and in the fall, looks like we will have our first European uh, trainer. Wonderful. Yeah, Shanti, how about Body Current? Do you have a training program as well? Well, I do. My training program is actually part. It's not. I don't have a training program yet for people to facilitate the body current work. To be honest, um, a lot of, um, you know, the practices are very simple, um, mm-hmm. but the the technique of allowing accept, uh, awareness, acceptance, and allowing the practitioner really needs to integrate that. And I haven't figured out a way to get it to to an integrity level or take the time to create something that would really. Uh, go that deep, but I do offer my body current work um, through the facilitator training that Lisa has, so people go, have to go through some prerequisites with the body current work, and then they go through a training. I'm doing one this Sunday, in fact, five hours of the training for her facilitator, so I'm part of that training program. Lovely. 
Okay, that's great. Well, I wish you all the best in the development and the dissemination of these very powerful modalities. Uh, That's actually all the time we have for today. So I'd like to thank you both again, Shanti and Lisa, for sharing your amazing work with us. You both are brilliant, and I hope you're able to touch many lives with your work. It was such a pleasure to have you both on the show. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Sandra. And next week, our guest will be naturopath and intuitive healer, Dr. Nadine. She was on once before, if you remember the show where we discussed the power of love and gave everyone an assignment to start by loving their bodies and their thumbs to begin with. That was Dr. Nadine, and she's going to return to discuss more healthy living and loving tips. Until then, let's scoot over to Twitter at Sandra G. Malhotra, hashtag WeAreGenR. Namaste. Thank you for tuning in to Generation Regeneration with Sandra Guy Malhotra. Please join us again next Tuesday at 3 p.m. Eastern Time and 12 noon Pacific Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. In the coming week, think of the changes that you could make to regenerate your body, mind, and spirit. Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericahealth.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management.